anyone know what number this is? 230? Are we there yet? That sounds right. That sounds right. Could be. <laughs> it probably should be. Hello. Welcome to We Were Gamers, a podcast about... I've lost the thread of of this year, man. It just feels like sometimes it's about anything and everything. <laughs> it's a... Uh, in theory, it started out as a podcast about some people who knew each other when we were younger and played a lot more video games than they used to play. Uh, or used to play a lot more video games than they currently play, and now we just talk about them because we don't have time to play them. But it is a standard... <laughs> From that premise to, I don't know, th- this podcast has become this this show about nothing. So <laughs> it's not about nothing. It's definitely about enjoyment, right? It's a podcast about making sure that as your time lessens, your enjoyment stays high. I think that's fair. Making I was just sure. like meaning it in the Seinfeld sense, and that there's no like theme. Oh, oh, for sure, there's no theme. Yes, that's a good point. <laughs> we do talk about games, but first we're going to repeat last week because uh, the Dodgers and the Braves went to Game 7, Michael. And that's what we started off talking about last week. Yeah. How are you, friend? I, mean, I, 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 guess, the good, the, I guess the good news is I don't have to sleep on the couch. <laughs> Yikes. Oof. No, no, it wasn't that bad. Um, but yeah, uh, Atlanta took a 3-1 lead in the series and then just sort of couldn't get over that last hump. They let the Dodgers back in and, you know, the, the Dodgers took advantage of it. I hate to tell you this, but you had an 85% chance to win. Uh, I'm I'm well aware. Okay. Is this like that 28-3 uh, thing that always happens to Atlanta? It's funny that you say that, JJ, because I looked up, um, I was talking with uh, one of my cousins who lives, uh, or he's from Atlanta, he doesn't live there at the moment, um, all throughout the series, because he's also a Braves fan, and at one point, going into, I want to say it was going into game three, Atlanta was up two games to none in the series. And apparently teams that had taken a 2-0 series lead in the best of seven LCS format were 28-3 and going into that game. No. Yes. No. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just, you can't. You can't make this up. The city the of Atlanta cursed, can't get away from those numbers. The yep. cursed score. Only 13 teams have ever come back from 3-1, and one, being down 3-1. to one. Yep. I will say, uh, as a family whose baseball fandom is not terribly deep, but I know several of my relatives and close family friends and stuff were extremely excited to see the Dodgers pull it out. So, oh, I think half of Michael's house was extremely excited, too. Yeah, although that half is still convinced that the Dodgers are going to do what they've done lately, which is get there and then stumble Flub it. themselves. Flub it. I mean, is uh, is their plan to just ride the what's his name? Uh, the pitcher. Oh my God, Kershaw. Kershaw. Because the plan of riding Kershaw. I mean, he's a great pitcher. I can't say there are any better when it comes to a full season of stats. I mean, he's a, he's a lock hall of famer. Yeah. But for some reason, the story now is what he does in the playoffs and, and specifically in world series is now, I think one of those three, this will be the third time or the fourth time, fourth, fourth time in five years. Yeah. Maybe four times in five. I think it's four and five. But one of those times, someone was stealing his signs. I guess so. You can't really, mm. you can't really say that that was his fault. Uh, All the more reason we were happy the Astros lost. Yep, I was not happy that they didn't get shut out and they came back to 
Also a game seven or a game six? Also a game seven. Also a game seven. I thought, yeah, that that but should. They have were happened. down. They were down three zero. Yeah, and I'm I'm very glad that they did not pull that off because they don't deserve to be in the same conversation as the 04 Sox team. Exactly. The uh, <laughs> I saw a meme that was good of the Astros holding the trophy from that year that they won, uh, and then someone saying the reason it didn't work like this there was a crucial piece missing and like it poorly edited into the photo was like someone with their hand around a garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> wow well good luck to the dodgers the rays have only been to the dance once before so they're gonna be hungry it's gonna be a fun fun series that was some of the best that to to stick it out michael and to play that hard even as they watch the series slips away and watch some of the best baseball i've seen in a long time Oh, it was teams. it was seven games of, of fantastic baseball. You yeah. know, other than, other good than stuff. one inning from Atlanta where they they gave up eleven like, runs, but, the fifteen run game. Yeah, yeah. We're other not than that, about it, that was, one. it was That's... great baseball. And I can't I can't imagine having to play seven games in seven days under that kind of pressure. Yeah, right. Because no, there's no break. This no travel. Time. Yeah, no, no travel. travel. They should have given him a break in the middle or something, like four and no, three. No, It's not like baseball is so demanding. If they were putting the same pitcher back out, all right, like, look, you know, the arms can't take that. Okay. But the first baseman can run. It's fine. I'm gonna say, I'm just, I challenge you, JJ. Look, I'm, look, I baseball is you. a difficult sport. I, I get it. They're professionals. To run from a dugout distance to a center field distance. Uh, nine, eighteen times, seven days in a row. I'm not a trained professional uh, athlete. I'm just saying, leave the dugout. And they and are center field, eighteen. You times don't have to seven days. And they happens. have to run this at a high pace. You can jog. You can walk, I'm my man. Saying, There's just, a, a baseball game is fifteen hours I'm long. You, There's enough time. I'm not making you run the bases. I'm not making you throw a baseball. No warm-ups, just, just that part. Look, I will say uh, <laughs> all of the no-travel stuff has benefited every sport thus far. I agree. The The NBA bubble, all the quality of play was way higher yeah. than I think I expected. Way higher. And it turned in some really amazing games, finals and otherwise. The NHL was okay. Uh, it wasn't yeah, fantastic. Yeah. There were some good games in there for sure, but yeah, it wasn't all amazing. Um, there has been really good baseball so far. I think, um, you know, I yeah, think it works, man. But it's, it's pretty cool that the NHL title went to Tampa, the NBA title went to LA, and now they're fighting over the other one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So does this mean uh, a Florida or LA team is going to try for the Super Bowl? Florida versus LA Super Bowl? Oh my god, what if it was Tampa versus Rams and Tampa Rams? Are they in separate divisions? Oh, good question. I, don't I was remember. trying to think I know the Rams are NFC, right? Yeah. Are they, Tampa who's, who's in the AFC in Florida? Well, let's see if Tampa's the in the AFC. Oh, it's the Dolphins. Dolphins. The Tampa's in the NFC. Yikes. Little little Fitz magic. That's not too likely. They put two. Oh, wait, on hold field. on, hold on. I've got a fix here. Tampa, because they're the NFC, and the LA Chargers. There you go. Stick it to the Rams in that new stadium up there to have the Chargers play. <laughs> they could still have an LA Tampa Super Bowl, is all I'm saying. Well, you could have the you could have the forty oh yeah, if it's, it's gotta be LA. LA. Yeah. yeah it has to be an AFC team, that's the problem. Yeah, we got an AFC team in LA. Oh boy. Oh mm. boy. Speaking of the NFL, I don't I'm really glad we got here. Just before we got on I have come to a conclusion, despite my waning interest in the NFL, uh, I still have an opinion about touchdowns. I think the celebrations need to get cut back again. All they do is go stand in front of wherever the camera is and, like, mug. They they, they pose no, and they do things the and stuff. It's not a... The Cardinals today decided to become bowling pins. And the guy that got a touchdown threw a strike. 
So football is just turning into soccer, is what you're saying? I mean, no. Okay in soccer, this. they have general like genuine uh enjoyment of their goal right i mean they don't... i mean have you seen some of the celebrations that some of these teams come up with in for yeah. soccer goals they are elaborate okay yeah it, you're watching like the highest level of soccer andrew where, where they people don't celebrate are, like, that much yeah be- because if they celebrate too much the other team has gone back down the field to score a goal again mm-hmm. um but yeah in like the lower levels of like you know whatever country's soccer league some of the games are extremely lopsided and it's, like, yeah, they get very okay. silly. It is true that I, I pay attention to a football when it is on a high tier of play, not on basic tiers. Okay. Well, but I mean, I'm not a fan. Let let the people celebrate. Who cares? Okay, fine. Fine. Should we celebrate the death of a God? I mean, I don't know. Of Depends. a God. Feels like a tricky question. If, yeah. Of, okay. If there was a god of peanuts and he died, Michael, would you celebrate? I mean, maybe. Who replaced him? <laughs> uh, well, about that, actually, I I can answer that question. But baseball, uh, it's a long story. Uh, in baseball, the sport of baseball, we've had the death of the peanut god, Michael. The shelled one the has shelled fallen. One has passed. He actually got eaten by the squid god, which is pretty funny. I think <laughs> people who were hypo hyper alert hypo allergic hypo hyper allergic hypo alert allergenic is non allergenic hyper allergenic. People in the baseball league have peanut allergies, just like in real life, and so they're probably happy. Yeah, especially since all the weather in this season seems to have changed from the various things such as blood rain, birds, and peanuts I like to that. sun two and black hole. Those are the only two weathers. I like that they didn't explain what birds did until after birds became a not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Michael, people could get shelled, I think we've talked about in this before. Yes. So if you had the weather birds... The birds could possibly pick apart the shells of the people that were shelled if you enticed them with peanuts. Okay. But they didn't explain this while things were happening. They waited until after he was dead to be like, yeah, there's no more bird weather because there's no more peanut weather. There's also, uh, you could sometimes, if a a pitcher or a batter was like friends of birds, some of the players have that trait. Uh, they could call upon the birds to like scare people off the field <laughs> and like get like if the pitcher calls upon the birds and then the batter just like runs off the field and is an in, is just out. Oh, a very Hitchcock moment. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm concerned for baseball. The. You don't think the Squid Gods Hall Star team, uh, who then were the only people in the history of baseball to be released, uh, are our saviors no i'm concerned in universe for the lack of a team like what is that going to do to all the people that were fans of that team that is now gone uh the crabs uh the team that defeated uh the first team to three wins uh was said to ascend the crabs are not gone they have merely ascended andrew i see uh uh, into the higher league of which we know nothing about apparently but if you're a crab Uh, fan what do you do well, uh, you can go on the Blaseball website and look in the bulletin section. Uh-huh. There, there's a thing called the telescope, and it shows you the crab score for this season in the league, wherever it is that they are. Uh, they're 0-12 right now. At- <laughs> so it seems like maybe there's more competition up there than down here. And they might be back, is what you're thinking. Who can say? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, they were replaced by the Tokyo Lift, whose um, icon is like a weightlifting dude uh, person. It's pretty cool. I like that. Uh, a bunch of teams got shuffled up. All the like famous dead people who defeated the Shelled One Gods team uh, were have are gone, are like completely gone. They're off the Hall of Flame, everything. Wow. Can't find them anymore. Wow. And 
the various people who were on the Peanuts Gods team were freed and randomly scattered about the league. Did we get any better? Are the Tigers ever going to be back in it? Well, the Tigers changed leagues, so they're in the wild high now instead of the mild high. Maybe we'll get more wins. Uh, we're doing pretty well uh, as of this. Uh, as of Season 11, Day 12, the <laughs> Tigers are 8-4. That's a better start. Pretty good. Um, however, the Uh-oh. Seattle Garages are 10-1. and one. The yeah, Dallas Stakes are 9-4. Nine, nine and four. Well, see, that's what I was thinking. The Garages and the... And the tacos the are seven and seven. Oh, well, the tacos are a joke. But I mean, hold on. You didn't. You're not thinking this through hard enough, Andrew. I am not. If the if the tigers are eight and four, but the tacos are seven and seven, mm-hmm. and the garages are ten and one, how does this work? Oh, they're all in the same. No. Okay. Different different leagues. Wait, hold on. You only play. Yeah, how, it's day twelve, man. There could only be twelve games. There should be twelve games. The tacos are seven and seven. That's fourteen games. Uh, wrong, because the new weather can add and subtract wins. What do you mean add? You can just get a win in the so middle of the, the game. Garages had a bunch of wins added and a bunch of losses taken away. Potentially, yes. Oh. Uh, the weather of the black hole. As soon as you reach ten runs, uh, as soon as your opponent reaches ten runs. It subtracts a win from your team and then resets their runs to zero. Oh, wow. Okay. Jeez. Or wait, does it subtract a win or add a loss? It's one or the other. It, uh, and the Sun 2, which, by the way, Sun 1 um, was destroyed when the Peanut God died, uh, along with the Moon. So we have Sun, we have sun 2 now. Uh, sun 2 is like the black hole, but in reverse, mm-hmm. in that if you get, if you get 10 runs your score is reset to zero and you gain a win. There have already been teams who have gotten multiple wins in the same game. So like they reset their score to zero and then still win the game. Oh, wow. Uh, Some teams have done that twice and gotten two wins plus the number of win, like the win for winning the game. Someday we'll be back. (laughs) I'm concerned. I'm not just concerned in game though. Like, you know, all this stuff is kind of your concern for the universe and your team. But also, they've announced they're going to take a a sabbatical? A huge I mean, break? Well, they, they said a, uh extended siesta. It's not clear. You know, they're talking about several weeks, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, the discipline era, Andrew, is over. They They ended the discipline era, which was basically been the... I don't know, the de facto story of Blazeball since it started. The new era is called Peace and Prosperity, um, which in the context of like a vaguely absurdist horror-themed <laughs> baseball sort of sport kind of funny. is ominous. <laughs> uh, at the end of, after killing the peanut god, the squid god said, hey, you guys should watch out. This, this place looks like a mess and the boss will be here soon. That's not good. Mm. See? The boss showing up is a um, like a, a golden coin of some sort who uh, says they are now the new owners of the league <laughs> and are going to clean things up around here. Uh, the commissioner was promoted to the CEO, uh, which is very, you know, you know, the commissioner is always doing a great job. That's one of the most important things in baseball. Well, now you can't call him the commissioner now. He's the commissioner CEO. Oh, he's still the commissioner, though. Yes. I see. I, do you think people are going to keep playing after a big break like this? I mean, it sounds like they are taking the break in order to prepare their storylines and stuff for the next bit of the game. Maybe they can also fix the website a lot. I mean, I'm sure that's not... Uh, you know, I'm sure that is also part of it, right? Yeah. That is definitely something else they want to do. I think they could leave the website the way it is, but they got to get it so that it, I don't have to reload the page every two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been weird. Been weird for sure. Oof. Uh, also they, the people who made this game are putting out a game on switch and PC called where cards fall. Oh, they're trying um, to do two games at once. 
well, this was a game they made as like a stopgap, not actually a game. <laughs> and they and they have said that it is not profitable. Like they lose money on Blazeball. Uh, there's a Patreon. I can believe that. Go support them if you would like. Um, but yeah, so their their Switch game is coming out. Uh, Switch and PC game, I guess, is coming out soon. And so they're, I think, perhaps maybe taking a break to focus on that <laughs> so that yeah. they can come back to Blazeball when, you know. Make some money, come back. Yeah. And, you know, like, it, you know, it, if nothing else, right, like, they didn't invent the giant, like, JRPG boss fight against the, the peanut god out of nothing. <laughs> like, it was clearly some kind of plan that they had at some level. So they're going to need to spend their time to figure out how to get that, you know, what the next story is going to be. So speaking of peanuts, hear ye, hear ye, gavel sound, gavel sound. Oh, uh oh, is the the food court is back in session. The Honorable Judge Krakowski. Mm, I don't know if you're allowed to preside over this one. You have bad opinions sometimes about this type of food. Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, you're already on the bench. We're just going to have to make our arguments better. You can't kick me off I know. the podcast, man. No, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're on the bench, the, the legal bench, not on the bench like in baseball. I see, I see, I see. Sorry. You just got to well, tailor your arguments to the judge. I can't, you got to play yeah. by the rules. You know, there's there's nothing said that judges have to serve for life is what I'm saying. You can you know, you can get get a vote of the proletariat here and take the judges off. I'm just saying it's allowed. You know. Um, okay. Anyway, we differ a lot when it comes to this type of food. Sometimes, well, we only we, okay. Let's start over. We have very similar opinions of this food, except for one particular type of it. Uh, but some people halfway around the the globe have decided that. Anything can go on this type of food. Banana, curry, pizza. My. Hmm. The Swedes, you guys, have developed the, the, the wonderful Swedish meatball. And then have decided that they should try their master hand at Swedish meatballs on pizza. Now, a Swedish meatball on a pizza sounds great, but... I was just going to say, that yeah. does sound very good. Uh, they have a lot of weird pizzas. I'm just going to read one or two. Uh, this one has... I'm so sorry. I lost my list, of course. Here we go. Tomato sauce, cheese... Fruit cocktail and chocolate. No. Oh. Are they trying to do the dessert pizza thing? Oh, but it's got tomato sauce and cheese on it. I'm so against the dessert pizza in general. Tomato sauce, cheese, chicken, raisins, and Bernays sauce. Ooh, okay. (laughs) You were almost okay there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I could have let the raisins slide. Uh, they, they, depending on what came next, maybe. Pizza but, with tomato sauce and cheese with black currants, pork tenderloin, and curry. Again, they really just go wrong <laughs> with the sauces. If you lift the curry back off that, it's probably all right, maybe, right? Or take the tomato sauce off. That, yeah, that exactly. Combination might work without the tomato sauce. This banana one the curry looks instead. The banana curry one looks so gross. It's like fire roasted bananas. Is it curry and tomato sauce again? Oh yeah, it's cheese, tomato sauce. It's a pizza with bananas and curry on it. And uh, my wife, having lived in Scandinavia, says this is not a new thing. They don't really quite understand the balance of a pizza. I think. We have to understand that Scandinavia is also the home of like deeply fermented fish. Oh yeah. And that must ruin their taste buds or something. <laughs> because why would you do this? Well, it's like it's like being told the idea of something and then not understanding that to be able to riff on it, you can de- you can deconstruct it into its parts. Right? Yep. Somehow somehow it feels like someone is 
fixated on the concept of it's not a pizza if it doesn't have cheese and tomato sauce rather this... than pizza as an idea needs to have some kind of sauce maybe cheese and then other toppings this version of a hawaiian pizza jj which is what i was alluding to earlier i they... knew what you were getting at <laughs> <laughs> this version we will agree on this version of a Hawaiian pizza that I am seeing in front of me from a Swedish restaurant has ground beef, miniature okay. cocktail shrimp. Weird, but some people like that. Okay. And the entire full ring canned pineapple rings on top of it. I... And pepperoncinis whole with the top still on. What? <laughs> With with tomato sauce and cheese. With tomato sauce and cheese. Why would you do this? Because they they have like kebab pizzas. I'm seeing a kebab pizza, which actually looks pretty good. I, there's a so lot good. of good donor stuff from that area of Europe. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's uh-huh. like a kebab pizza with those pepperoncinis on it. Of course, they're still whole, which they shouldn't be. But that pizza actually looks pretty good. Because I, like, let's talk about what's in a kebab, right? A kebab, you got peppers. You got onions. Mm-hmm. You got like lamb or beef it's, it's or some sort of meat, s- all roasted meat, together, falafel, yeah. whatever. Falafel meat, sure. Uh, am I missing something important here from a kebab? No, Tomatoes, I mean, maybe. Sometimes there's peppers Tomatoes, in there. Lettuce, sometimes lettuce, peppers, onions, some kind of meat, tomato, mm-hmm. maybe. Those are all. Great pizza toppings. Yeah. You could put that whole. You could unroll your kebab and dump it onto, a, you know, assuming like a donor style kebab, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, dump all those toppings onto a normal cheese mm-hmm. and tomato mm-hmm. sauce pizza, and that would be really good. Swedish yeah. pizza salad. It's exactly what you are thinking. <laughs> Except I'm going to blow your mind. There's fries on it too. And cucumbers. Sure, sure, sure. Why not? As a, as a defender of carne asada fries, I don't know if I can immediately rule out the idea that fries on like a pizza salad. Look, hold on. Are fries bad. on a pizza? Let's just start there. It doesn't sound like what I want. I'd give fries depends, on a pizza a shot, depends. but I would I would try it because I would potato try pizza it. is good. Yeah, I was going to say it depends on what else is on the pizza, right? So potato yeah, pizza is good, so I'd give fries a shot. But, I, like I said, I, it, it doesn't sound like what but, I want, but I'm not out. Look, it's not out the this, window. Some of this other however, stuff is out the window. This is tzatziki, lettuce, tomatoes, and cucumbers with fries on top of a cooked pizza. Yeah. So yeah, so like sweet. that literally is like they they did the donor on top of the. If you'd yeah. like to defend yourself from what I'm assuming Judge Krakowski is going to say is a food crime, I mean. Who could? Uh, is this like? Am I being singled out here for calling this? Is like? Is this not an on banc panel of judges <laughs> all calling this a crime? I think I think we're all in agreement this time. Like I, I will I will sign this or judicial order calling this a crime, but like I can't believe you wouldn't sign it. Also, well, I think your opinion that Hawaiian pizza is bad is also almost criminal. Pineapple shouldn't be on pizzas, man. Why? It's not. Why? It's not. No. Yeah. You're no. you're alone in that opinion. Sorry, JJ. I get it. I understand, but I have to die on this hill alone. But you know, you know, maybe, maybe you just need like a a pulled pork pizza with smaller amounts of pineapple, fresher pineapple. You know, try to like sneak it in there and not tell me it's there, and it'll well, turn you out. You could do the thing where like you it. like cook the the pineapple into the pork. Sure. Mm. Ahead of time. And then it just gets crisped up with the pizza. Instead of being what sometimes I agree from cheaper places when they just put the canned stuff straight on there, it turns into kind of a wet mess. Yeah, Yeah. that's the problem with pineapple pizza. right? No, it's not. It's the it's the problem with bad pineapple pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps I've only had bad pineapple pizzas until I just decided to never have pineapple pizza again because it's always bad. Yeah. You want an easy fix? Grill the pineapple. Bingo. I mean, if you're going to grill a pineapple, can I just eat the grilled pineapple separate I mean, from the pizza be, and be happy? Because be I want, I will do that. There will be extra because I want some as well. <laughs> you know what's really good on a grilled pineapple? Tahine. 
Yeah. Also yeah, really good on pizza. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Certain pizza. I think the pizza is supposed to have balance. Sometimes you're allowed to throw the balance off with things like pineapple when you have specific flavors. But none of these Swedish pizzas have balance. And so, yes, I say crime. Yeah. Yeah. It's a crime. Podcast uh, at wewergamers.com if you lived or live in Sweden and you disagree. And we will give you a fair shake. Yeah. Look, we have, uh, we, we are obligated to hear from all sides. If you are on the other side of this, we will listen to your argument and consider it. Yeah. Or tell us what we're missing. Maybe maybe the tomato sauce is something completely different than what we're conceptualizing and it okay. ties the whole thing together. If you're going to defend it, though, you've got to tell me why banana curry pizza yeah, is I a really sustainable position <laughs> to be in. Is it really feels this bad. This literally just looks like not even good tomato sauce and not I enough cheese. Say, what What kind of curry are we talking it looks like yellow curry. Okay. And there's just peanuts thrown there and maybe a cashew. But the bananas look so sad and this pizza looks so flat and wet and not good. I also have a similar issue with pizzas um, from other countries that I have seen, like Japan. Yeah. You guys seen like a lot of the things that pass for Japanese pizza? I mean, I've seen Americans try to do Japanese pizza. They really, I, like to be fair, I clams don't, I, and stuff like that. Yeah. The one thing I remember about Japanese pizza toppings is they just love mayo. Oh, cupai, not Q-pie. even mayo. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, Hey, there is a ton of mayo on this pizza, dude. Like just understand like they have tomato sauce maybe, but they like, you know, they drip the tomato sauce on there and then the mayo, they are just like emptying the bottle. That was my recollection of it. I feel like at least Cupai is not just straight mayo. It, it's a different it tasting has a mayo, different flavor, almost umami level. But but yeah, it's like a lot of like. But like I've yeah, seen like the fish the stuff, Japanese like clams and Jap- some Japanese pizzas that don't have crust. Mm-hmm. It's like a knife and fork Shrimp. situation. A lot of them. Yeah. Although there are some that I've seen that are good, though. They have, like, egg. Yeah, so, like, I'm not here to say that, like, every single pizza from there is bad. Sure. Um, But I I feel like they also are not always good at the balance. Oh, yeah, Uh, that's true. Sometimes it's, like, clams and shrimp and sausage. You're like, okay, this is just a lot. (laughs) But then you get the people from America that then think they're being super cute when they make stuff like this. And they call it Japanese pizza. And I want to go strike them with an open palm of my hand. <laughs> I sent Is it, this? I sent it in the chat. Ah. This is both culturally offensive yes. and uh-huh. and offensive looking. Yeah. And you can get it right here in L.A. You know what this is? This is someone who <laughs> wanted to have a sushi restaurant, uh-huh. but their sushi wasn't good yeah. or even like close to good enough to make it in LA, uh-huh. which has great seafood restaurants. Yeah. And they they were like, How can we stand out? Let's just make terrible shapes and we're gonna shape this one sushi roll into a slice of pizza looking thing. This is garbage. I agree. It's lazy. And probably not good, right? Like I don't. <laughs> probably not. It's, I don't know. I mean, you could throw a stick. Culture. You could throw a stick in or even in Orange County and hit a good pokey place. Like, why it, would you, you go can, get this? There's five. I think there are literally five sushi restaurants that do rolls and stuff within like two miles of my house. Michael's, why would I ever eat that? Michael's in a real good zone for sushi. <laughs> I was going to say I could walk to at least four that I can na- that I have been to and like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't no what no <laughs> no no. The re- you know what I would expect something like that not to come from a place like L.A. but to show up in like the Midwest. Maybe we're like, like there are not know, good no, sushi no, no, restaurants. No, no, no. no, we're not going to bag on the Midwest. You know where you'd find this. Vegas. 
Oh, sure. Like yeah. very touristy. Like this is right. The, you, you are a dumb tourist and you don't understand what could possibly be good. Have this garbage. <laughs> you know what I would try on a pizza is like tempura, like from Japan. I would like put tempura vegetables on a pizza and see how that turned out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Fried almost yeah. anything probably would do great. Okay. I think, I think we've settled this. Speaking of Japan. Sega turned 60. So yeah. old. Happy birthday, Sega. I didn't realize that. I would have thought more like 40, 45. He's looking good. He must stay fit. The blue bomber, that is. Mr. Sega, or are we talking about Sonic? Oh, I was saying Sonic, but, you know, He's not, I don't think Sonic is 60. I think is just Sonic Sega is. Who's Mr. Sega? I don't know. The guy who founded Sega? I don't know. know, I'm going to have to look up my Mr. Sega to see if there is one now. Segata Sanshiro was a character they had that was their, like, mascot for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a guy. It was just a guy. Okay. But I don't... They're celebrating. Tell us why they're celebrating and how. Uh, They are celebrating, which actually I believe the celebration will have ended by the time this podcast goes up. Very sad. Dope. Um, Timely. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they're celebrating 60 years of being sega or whatever um and therefore they are doing a sale on a bunch of sega games which is cool uh, on steam and they're also giving away a bunch of free demos slash like really tiny bite-sized games they're Um, not like pieces of other games though they're actual bite-sized games they are individual things uh, to my knowledge, they are not intended to be bigger than what it is that they are. Okay. So, like, a level of a game. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, they started with a game called Armor of Heroes, which I believe is, like, using um, stuff from the Company of Heroes series to play, like, essentially a tank combat game. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Um I played it for about how long you think a take a tank combat game would make you interested in playing it. And to be clear, this is like top down, you know, like steer your tank to shoot kind of thing. It's very, very, um, very basic, you know, mm-hmm. um, graphics are, you know, it looks like kind of company of heroes, the kind of the way that top down RTS kind of game looks. If you guys have played that one. Yeah. I, I like company of heroes mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, so they did that one. They did another one whose name is I am forgetting. Oh, Endless Zone. I did not play Endless Zone. It is a like uh, shooter. It looks like you know, it like looks a, like uh, side scrolling. It looks like an on rails thing, right? Yes. Yeah. More like um, what would you call those games? Like Panzer Dragoon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're kind of flying at the thing and shooting at big yeah, enemies. And the screen is popping things up in front of you while you're still flying. You can kind of move up and down and stuff, but that one looks fun. It was, again, not bite-sized, right? I don't have a lot of love for those kind of games, but um, some people do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also released uh, <coughs> probably the the one I played the most of, certainly, which, I mean, he's not saying a lot, but... <laughs> the most of uh, an hour of. Yeah. Uh, they released a game called Streets of Camarocho, which is Streets of Rage 2, but let's replace the characters with Kiryu from the Yakuza series, and then you beat up other people vaguely from the Yakuza series. Vaguely from? <laughs> I mean, it's like... You know, how many Chinese mobsters or Japanese Yakuza people or whatever you can know. you beat up? Right. Right. And there's like, you know, five models for enemies. Right. Right. Sure. They change and just like in Streets of Rage, it's the same five and they change names and they have different health bars or whatever. Uh and then there's a couple bosses and it's like one you know, one full Streets of Rage sized level, which I don't know if you guys have played Streets of Rage uh, at all or in a very long time. No. You know, the game has like, you know, if you do moves and whatever your guy can do, 
Um, you know, like a, he does like a rising upper and that kind of like punches and stuff, uppercuts. Um, it's interesting. Again, like, you know, I played it for about an hour, maybe max. You know, I searched for Mr. Sega and I got a lot of Mr. Bones stuff from hmm. the Saturn. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I'll take it. Although he doesn't look great. He's all bones. Got him. <laughs> uh, and the final one they released was called Golden Axed, a canceled prototype. <laughs> um, which literally Golden is axe. a... St- a single level of a reboot that some developer worked on for a Golden Axe game in like 2012. The developer got out there and talked about making it. They made it in like two weeks. Uh, it never went anywhere. The developer was like, no one ever contacted us that they were doing this. It's kind of weird to see this out there, but I guess here you go. Enjoy it. Um, yeah, it's a... Uh... I mean, Golden Axe is also not a complicated game. No, no, it's uh, not. This, this is like pretty gory for a not complicated Golden Axe game. No, but but you know, it's uh, again, it, that one's certainly under an hour's worth of playtime. There, maybe twenty minutes if you're <laughs> if you're not terrible and you don't just mash the button to not die. Hmm. Well, so it is a Golden Axe game. Yes, it is. Uh-huh, okay. Exactly, yeah. mash <laughs> to victory. Nice. Yeah. Uh, they were fun little things, and I believe they're pretty time limited. I'm not sure how if they're still available uh, for people to get or not. Um, again, it's not like there are cards or anything related to them, but they are fun to check out and you know play around things that could have been. If, I think, especially for a lot of people that had come of age while Sega was still putting out consoles, they're going to be a little bit more poignant. Yeah, I think if you if you like the Yakuza series, the Yakuza one is really good. And even if you don't, and you just like Streets of Rage, that's a good beat 'em up game. it is only one level, um, but again, you know, if you like those kind of games, it is a, a pretty good one of those. Nice. Oh boy, can I? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know how to mention this, but. I guess we'll lead in with we had a little fun playing Halo this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Shots of bad guys. We were discussing, I think, while we were playing that, and I'm, I would be curious, Michael, what you think. Okay. When Halo Infinite comes out, whether or not we think it's going to poach enough people from the master chief collection that we're going to have trouble finding games because we were, we were already having a little bit of trouble. We were playing a map or a style of map called infection. Was that it? Yes. Infection. And there's a lot of these versions of infection out there for multiple platform or multiple game versions. I guess, Michael, you could do like Halo Mm -hmm. three infection, Halo two infection. I saw reach, but I don't think JJ did. Uh, but we were only getting games on like one map in one version of the game. We played on Halo two and three eventually, but it took several games for it to move. Right. Which, is going to be solved a little bit by crossplay when they add it, but we're we're starting to think what happens when Infinite launches. Do you think it would poach a lot of people out of that that player pool? Because it's going to poach more on the console version probably than on the PC version, I would guess. Sure, but the PC yeah, version I, audience is tiny. I think for sure you're going to see it poach people to start with. I think almost the better question is, will it? poach them permanently right does it do a good enough job and is is the game itself good enough that people aren't of the opinion i kind of like the old version better and then drift back right if they if they put out something that's great that really grabs people and holds them then yeah you might have uh trouble with matchmaking but if it's the kind of thing that you know doesn't really overwhelm people and they decide that they like the the stuff that they've gotten used to better they might come back i got to thinking about it again today because i went to the store and i was walking down a aisle to go get 
some of those fizzy waters from, yeah, we won't say where, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> and right next to it, they had a uh, monster energy. Mm. And I guess there's a little bit of a snafu with halo infinite coming out next year. It was delayed. It was delayed. Mm-hmm. So I guess we get more time on MCC before we lose all of everybody. Well, so then there's the other thing of like, they release Halo Infinite, right? Or in the lead up to Halo Infinite, you know, do they now discount the MCC for a while in the lead up to Infinite, right? And we get a surge of players playing because they're, you know, they're discounting it and making it available for cheap. That'd be nice. Maybe. Faster games, more maps. Uh, on the Halo, on the Monster Box, I I spoiled it already. It was a giant Halo Infinite ad. It was right next to it. I guess there's a little bit of a, a snafu with uh, their marketing. I looked this up when I got home. <laughs> All their Halo Infinite branded stuff launched this summer. <laughs> Probably timed there. Um, yeah. You know. Oops. <laughs> Nothing you could do about it, I guess. Kind of funny. But they're doing all sorts of crazy stuff. Like if you buy some of their... Uh... Mega Bloks has been rebranded, by the way. I didn't know if you know this. Oh? Mega Bloks is no longer Mega Bloks. Mega Bloks is Mega Constructs. Hmm. Did they get sued? Why would they change their name like that? I don't know. Maybe Mega Bloks had a bad connotation and they tried to rebrand. Hmm. So they're, you know, they got Halo Infinite stuff. You can get skins from buying those. I don't know what you get from the Monster Energy. All sorts of stuff. But there's a big question about what to do with all these codes. (laughs) I was just not coming out. I was going to say it's likely that those gave you codes uh, in the same way that, like, people that play Call of Duty would get codes. And you get, like, experience to level your character or whatever. Um, since I assume this game is going to have leveling because that's how video games work now. So, How did video games work then? Take us back in time to two generations ago now. JJ? Hmm, what? It's now two generations. Can you believe this? Well, the next one isn't quite out yet, right? It's out. It's basically out. Comes out in like mid and okay, late November. Look, so. Raise your hand if not. Don't raise your hand. Sound off because we're on a podcast. <laughs> Michael, you've got what a PS something in that house. Uh, we have a two and a three. Okay, so you're three and two generations behind there. You've got a yep. Wii U. Uh, we have a Wii and a Wii U well, and a Switch. Three, that's two and a half generations behind. Mm-hmm. We're falling behind the times. Why would you go back and emulate PS3 games? Because you can run them on your PC at 4K and 60 FPS. Has someone some done sweet, a... some sweet uprising? Yeah. <laughs> is the computer so doing it, or did people people make texture packs? Uh, the computer is doing most of it. So the uh, there's an emulator called RPCS3. Uh, you can go download it yourself. Uh, you know open source emulation. Uh, it requires a PS3 BIOS to work. Uh, however, uh, you can get that from Sony. You can just go to Sony's website and download it. Uh, you know, as though you were downloading it for your PS3 to have, um, you can just do that. So mm-hmm. you do that, send it to the, the emulator. And, uh, you know, then you have the tricky task of acquiring games that you own, uh, to use on your PC which means you need certain models of Blu-ray drives because those are the ones that can do ripping. Uh, and then there's a whole series of things with that. So uh, they have a website. It walks you through how to do all that stuff if you want to. Um, you know, people can figure it out. I trust them. Uh, but at the end of the day, I own a copy of Demon's Souls uh, and I wanted to play it again. And I was like, yeah, you know, maybe I should try this for like a little bit, you know, see how it goes. Uh, it's not that hard to set up. I was able to get it to recognize my controller very easily. I uh, installed, you know, the installed the the files in the right places and everything, and then hey, here I am. And then I went looking for mods for it because 
when you run it at 4K, the re- low resolution textures are very obvious. Stuff like the font being really blurry because it was made for 720. Uh, when you upres it to 4K, that's uh, you need a sharper font. Upgrade. Need need a sharper font. But like, in terms of the geometry and stuff, yeah, I didn't. You know, like no one made a huge texture pack or whatever for this. But people have done stuff like improve the lighting and things like that um, you know, through modern graphics. Uh, it's interesting. The thing that I actually found most amazing about it is there are PlayStation Network emulation for this. Wait, there what? are like, yeah, there are private like networks that you can connect to that are emulating the calls and stuff for the online portions of some of these games. Specifically, mostly the games that do peer-to-peer stuff. So like Demon's Souls is one because it doesn't have like a central server. So it doesn't really cost them anything to run it. It's just they just have people to hosts. They just have a like, um, you know, they're like, hey, everyone agree to point your games to this location. And the games, if you're there, it will point you to a you know, quote unquote, online server for the game. And it'll tell you, Hey, you're online. Here's the people that are also online. You know, you can do all the various co-op and online stuff you were able to do in that game. That feels very 1990s. It's weird, man. Uh, it has the, like, it has that, that has that like Starcraft vibe, which server are you on? Hold on. Let me type the numbers in. You have to create an account just like you do when you make a PlayStation Network ID, mm. you know, and then it saves all the accounts and you can't change your name later. Oh, wow. Um, and yeah, it, it's interesting. Uh, you know, and Demon's Souls has a bunch of online functionality related to like what happens when you play the game. Uh, and of course you can like disable it, right? And like choose not to connect to the internet and the game works fine that way as well. Uh, but I just thought it was wild that you could even do that. Of course, like, you know, how many people do you think are playing this emulated PS3 game at any one time? Seven. You're lucky if it's seven, man. It might be two. Um, but yeah, it, it was really interesting to see. I didn't know that the state of this emulation had gotten this far. And it sounds like the, at least this particular PS3 emulator, has relatively good compatibility. I don't think every game is fully playable beginning to end, obviously. Uh, but a lot of them are very good. People have said that uh, Demon's Souls is one of the ones that has like a big community and following, so it's people are pretty sure that that one's good the whole way through. Um, but a lot of games work, apparently. Uh, like a surprising amount. I don't know if it's up to the level of uh, things like Dolphin, which are like really, really farly advanced in terms of emulation. Uh, but it's it's getting there, which is very surprising considering how complicated the PS3 is, or I guess I thought it was. I'm sure Michael has questions, but I want to know how hot your box got I'm trying to run this thing. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, the fan spins for sure. Uh, but it, it is mostly seems to be taxing on the CPU, not on the GPU. The GPU is cruising, man. It has no trouble. That's what I would expect. So uh, they do recommend that if you're running this, you have at least a quad core machine. They don't, they don't recommend you try and do it with a dual core. Which one's the um, quad cores? Hmm, i5s mm, yeah, you're asking core. i think all of them are quad core now oh yeah i don't think they're making any dual core ones anymore so um it, it's just a like emulation is something you thought that you can do on old pcs well that is true but like once you get to a certain point you need to have a certain amount of horsepower just to be able to you know get in the door considering how much horsepower the ps3 had to start this is decent but yeah i mean I can up-res it from uh, 720p, no problem. I apply the like graphic tweak or whatever that they have that allows it to run at 60. It runs at 60 pretty flawlessly. Um, it looks really good on my on my monitor. How is getting your controller on there? And do you does it have to be a PS controller? Uh, nope, it'll use whatever kind of controller you got in Windows. You know, this is on Windows, right? So you have to have right. whatever controller. If your controller is recognized by Windows, you can get it recognized in this oh, thing. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I have been using a PS3 controller for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently had, like, the thumbstick. I don't know what that stuff is. The, like, rubber anti, or whatever. Anti-skid device. Yeah. <laughs> has, like, started crumbling a bit. Oh, no. So I have moved to using a PS4 controller. Um 
and it recognized it no problem. It was like, yeah, sure, man. These are all the buttons. Here you go. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I am I'm shocked that the state of the emulation is so far along, considering the PS3 generation was, I mean, several years ago, right? But it's not like it was... Um, PS3 is almost... 06 or 07 something, yeah. PS3 is almost 15, I think. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's, that, what were you doing when the PS3 (laughs) came out? Can you imagine? I don't know, actually. I I assume I was in college, right? I must have been. I think so. I don't know. 06, that would have been the time. PS3 launch November 06. Yeah. We We weren't crazy. (laughs) oh man no wonder i didn't buy one right away i didn't have the money for one (laughs) yeah the ps3 was 5.99 at launch right and it was the thing where you were like then once you did have the money after christmas you're trying to scramble to find one of the launch ones if you could which i never did because after launch they took out the backwards compatibility Mm mm-hmm the PS2. I wonder how that's going these days. If those machines that had the backwards compatibility have held up or not. My guess, no. There were a lot of problems with early PS3s, but I mean, there were also a lot of problems with early Xbox 360s. Uh, so, which did not go backward, or maybe it did. I can't remember. No, I don't believe you can play original Xbox games, right? I don't no, think that's I don't true. Think so on a 360. Mm-mm. I don't think so. Uh, the state of Xbox 360 emulation is not nearly as good as this, is my understanding. Well, um, give it a but few given, years and Game Pass will have them. But I think that's the thing, is that Xbox has been a lot better about allowing emulation all the way back. They're incentivized to keep a lot of those games working. We played Halo. That's like, what else do you from Xbox do you really want to play? Well, that's the thing is like the the whole point of emulation is not about the games that are profitable, right? It's about allowing you to play weird games that no one has heard of sure. because nothing else will let you play them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it's a cool thing, man. I am I was shocked how easy it was and how considering how much work I've had to do in the past to set up emulators for like uh GameCube, Wii, uh you know, uh, PS one emulators and stuff like that, that are like kind of weird and have weird front ends and the, like getting it to recognize your controller doesn't always work right. And then it wants to swap the buttons because it's Japanese or it's not. And it wants to do all this other stuff. Like this was like, plug it in, follow the steps on the wiki at the end of the steps. It works (laughs) like very straightforward. It's nice that, that it's, it's that simple. Just step through it and you're done. Yeah, the, the wiki article I was following, you know, from there, you know, the RPCS3 wiki, very straightforward, you know, start here, download this, here's <laughs> our thing, download that, you know, put this in that same folder on this, at the root level, go here, here's, here's the models of CD burners you need, do these things to rip the disks, you know, so on and so forth. Very straightforward. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, I think before we go... We should all make a pizza. Mm. Okay. Give me your hottest take. Make something that it's not. Oh, look, I'm not making meat lovers over here. Make something that you guys think might not be great, but you want to try. So I'm I'm going to cheat because I saw one today that fits into this category. All right. And I'm going to borrow it. Um, someone had put together their take on a Nashville hot chicken pizza. All right. What's on there? Okay. Uh, let's see. It was the, so I, I think the, the, they had the, you know, the fried chicken and the sauce. Okay. Um, on top. But I think, yeah, on top. Fried or not fried? Um, there was some. The chicken was fried. Um, there was shredded lettuce. Shredded lettuce. Fine. Yeah, yeah. So some shredded lettuce, and I think right. the part that I that left me unsure was it also had pickles. 
So does it have? Well, you got pickles is part of the thing for Nashville sure. chicken. So mm-hmm. is it also so base wise? We're talking pizza crust, tomato sauce, yep. cheese. Yeah, no change. Okay. Pickles I think on the a thing pizza. that makes me. Hmm. I think the thing that makes me more worried than the pickles for that is the shredded lettuce. I'm sure that's put on after. Yeah, it's it's topped after. You that's when you got to eat lettuce. fresh because I mean, it would, if you get exactly, it right? delivered, yeah, the yeah. lettuce is going to be all wilted and nasty. Yeah, you have to get that served and directly into your mouth because that lettuce is going to be bad very quick. Yeah, it's like it's like pizzas that have fresh arugula on them, right? Right. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I don't want I don't want arugula on a pizza. Well, you just don't like arugula. It's true. I'm just saying it, it is fine on scattered on top of a pizza in the way this lettuce would be. But mm. yeah, mm. look, I'm not picking it, you know, just like I'm not picking this shredded lettuce thing. That's not, I don't, I don't know. Hmm. I'm not immediately against that, though. It sounds okay. Yeah, so it falls into the, I want to try it. You kind of stole my thunder a little bit. Uh-oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I, I can work on it. I can work with it. I'm just going to, I'm going to have to get a little help with my topping then. Hmm. I was thinking of like if you did a pizza, but you had no tomato sauce, and a lot of people like to put ranch on their pizza. Mm-hmm. So like if you were just mm-hmm. switched it up and like instead of where the pizza goes is like a thin layer of ranch, like instead of the sauce, and then you get like tomatoes on top instead, you know, a little sliced tomato or whatever. So you still have tomato, mm-hmm. but then my original thought was like a f- like a fried chicken, buttermilk chicken with ranch kind of thing. So, Andrew, I have had a pizza that is no tomato sauce. Uh-huh. It is ranch and buffalo sauce. Okay. And then, like, bits of what is, I assume, like, chicken tenders or something cut up on there. So it's, sure. like, fried, sort of. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm trying to get away and, from that. And then now, cheese. Because we already yeah. got the Nashville sandwich. So I'm just saying that, like, you're... This sounds totally reasonable. I'm like, sure. I'm sure it's a pizza people have had before. So now I got to switch it up somehow. Never mind. Uh, I don't know. I really like sun dried tomatoes on pizza. Oh yeah, so good. Yeah. I don't know what I could put them. Okay, so here's the thing, right? I have like, made sun dried tomatoes are great out of sun dried tomatoes. By the way. Yeah, I believe it, man. I bet. I bet it's great. It's really good. The it's problem with sun dried tomatoes <laughs> is yeah is they are strong uh-huh. in their flavor usually. And so I don't know what I could put them with other than like other, you know, strong ingredients. You can't do like sun-dried tomatoes and like normal diced tomatoes. So you like, also don't like do olives, it? right? Yeah, I'm not a big olive person So for I sure. do I generally do olives and like chives and garlic. Big chives? And like and like a lot of garlic, like the 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 what is it? Taum, T O U M, the like the garlic paste from Lebanese food. That stuff on top, spread out like butter. I've definitely never had that, mm. but that sounds all right. I think uh, I have not eaten a lot of pesto pizzas. I know they're very popular. All kinds of things you can put on, in place of the tomato sauce, right? Right, sure. I'm gonna uh, switch. I it just up. have. Not... I'm gonna change my vote. Okay. I'm gonna do that egg pizza thing that I saw with, which is literally hard boiled eggs. I've never had like a breakfast pizza before. Really? Huh. Mm. Okay. So like, so hard, you do like hard boiled eggs and potato and yeah well, maybe some like weird version of hash browns for not for a crust i don't then it's not pizza anymore you know sure it's just like mm-hmm. some some chopped up ones on there yeah something mm-hmm. there you have it okay give us your weird pizza thing or defend swedish pizza at podcast that we were gamers.com what else where else? yeah uh we are on youtube if you check us out on Search for We Were Gamers and subscribe on there. That would be very helpful. Please do that. 
We're also on social media. If you search us out at We Were Gamers on Instagram and Twitter and wherever else it is that we are, all kinds of places, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, yep. Find us on your podcasting thing from Google or Apple or Spotify or Stitcher or whatever it is that you do. There you have it. go for just a slice of cheese right now I'm just like I'm just uncreative when it comes to pizza I'm not gonna lie man you know it'd be good to try on a pizza pickled onions oh I bet you could you could make some good ones with pickled onions we had pickled onions on our homemade tacos tonight and it was great Nice. There you go. Make a make a taco pizza with pickled onions. Hold on, hold on, but not like a Swedish taco pizza. <laughs> yeah, just do like normal taco stuff, you know, like but very lightly, right? Or... So it's not like you still see the pizza with some pickled onions. Maybe what what type of meat you want with that? Mm, some pulled barbacoa, pastor. Oh, pastor. Okay, but then we're back oh, to pineapple. Now we get back. Now we get back yeah, to pineapple. It's a pineapple problem. Although <laughs> no, pineapple, see, see, see. pineapple here, here and pickled go. onions go really well together. I have the solution for you guys. Okay, it's like pollo asado. That's what you want. On I there. don't know. I'm I'm back on board with the pastor because then we can tahini the pizza with the pickled onion. Oh yeah, I'll avocado, pizza. avocado. That's what you do. You know what? Avocado on a pizza would probably be good. I'm putting it on my breakfast pizza. Oh yeah. yeah, that would be good. Yeah, it's like some little slices on there. Just like a on. little bit of bacon, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit of hash brown, the the hard boiled egg, and some avocado slices, and we'll pour Q pie over the top of the whole thing. Ruined. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>